Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Step in the right direction, mate. Look at that. There we go. Me and Brandon can go with the same bag. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you don't realize how much that makes me um, very happy. I have another thing. I have a toothbrush, for example. <laughs> and if it's a long match, uh, you've got the toothbrush there just in case it goes overnight. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> no, no. What's your bench? The same as me? Or... <laughs> no, no. Level, yeah. you, you bench more, I think. <laughs> Hi, I am Francisco Serundolo, and you are listening to the Game to Lab podcast. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. This podcast we've been waiting to do for a long time, and it's brought to you in collaboration with Head Tennis. It's Serendolo time. We've been sort of saying about it for the last few podcasts, haven't we? Yeah. It's been in the works, and the day has finally come, JG. Whoa, yeah, listen, man, you know how much I love the clay courts, and to have one of my favourite players on there, um, who's been tearing it up this year, him and his brother. I am so excited, uh, a bit in awe of him, to be fair, because he's someone I've watched a lot of. And I'm fascinated to see what he says about how to pack a tennis bag. We're doing it for head and we've got a lot of exciting questions lined up. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. Uh, I believe we've got Francisco waiting right now. So let's get him, let's get started straight away and uh, welcome in Francisco Serendolo. Great to have uh one of our favorite players it has to be said on the on the clay courts from argentina we actually put out a podcast not too long ago speaking about yourself francisco and your brother and uh, how excited we are about the future of tennis and uh, we even have you in the banner on our channel so uh, great to have you on the game to love podcast oh, thank you very much for you for inviting me yeah it's an honor. Hopefully, I can improve and get better and better, and many more people can, can watch me. 
Yeah, so of course, we're here today on behalf of Head to talk about how to pack a tennis bag. But before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about you. And I think we'll start off with where are you? I know you were saying you're in a hotel. You've been traveling around yeah. playing some clay court tennis as always. Uh, but which delightful country are you in at the moment? Well, now I'm in Uruguay. Uh, I okay. arrive uh, today in the morning. Um, we have our last swing of challengers here in South America. So I will be here this week and... The next two or three weeks, I will play in Brazil, and that's the end of my year. How how is that for you? Just uh, are you used to it now? The the sort of life on tour and going to a different country every single well, it's nearly every week, isn't it? You're yeah. traveling. Yeah, and it's stressful, and now with the COVID and the pandemic, it's more stressful because every flight and you have to do a lot of things, complete many papers. So you go to the airport and you don't know if you can get into the plane. So now it's, it's worse than, than before. But uh, yeah, we get used to, um, of course, I'm tired. We are in November. We, I, I think this year it, it was my, the one I traveled the most because of, of the COVID. I couldn't uh, get back home for, I don't know, your summer. So yeah, I'm tired, mentally tired because I don't want to travel anymore. I want to stay at, at my, my home for, I don't know, three, four, four weeks without moving and taking flights. But yeah, last effort. Let's get on to the main topic which Head wants us to discuss, and that is how you pack your tennis bag. Um, me and Ben, we do play tennis ourselves. Nowhere near the okay. level you guys can play. Um, yeah. So we do pack a <laughs> tennis bag. For me, from my experience, it's a case of whatever's in the bag is usually that. That's it. I don't really, I'm not the much packing going on. I just lump everything in there after I played. And then when I go back to <laughs> no. play, I'm hoping it's all still there. But I feel like with you, there's a little bit more thought what goes into it. So you tell of us course. your plan of how you pack a tennis bag before a match. Well, uh, first of all, I have two bags. The one, the tennis bag of the rackets and the small one. Um, yeah. okay. If I play early in the morning, um, I, I packed a lot the night before, so before going to sleep, I I don't know, I take out my shirts, my pants, my socks, and I put all in a, in a plastic bag. I think I put like three shirts, three pants of, of for the match, and one for after the match. But um, that, if I play early, I, I do it uh, the night before, I put that, then I put all the, the stuff, the elements to, to warm up, the bands and all of those. I put it all of both, I put it in the, in the small bag. And uh, okay. in my tennis bag, I put all the rackets. And, I don't know, I take five or six uh, per match or per day. And well, some of them are at the, at the tournament because they have to string them. If not, I put it uh, in the tennis bag. And uh, what else? I take some overgrips because before the match, just a couple of minutes before I, I change them. So yeah, I, I take like four or five. I don't take the whole like the, the whole bag of, of overgrips, just the ones that I, I think I'm gonna use. I grab some some gels for for the match. If you get tired, you have to, to eat something during the match and those are important. And some do you have like a favorite flavor of gel or is, <laughs> is it always the same ones? Yeah. I have a, I like the blueberry. Uh, or, okay. Yeah, I think the blueberry is the best one for me. Okay, but I don't trying. care. Maybe, I have, maybe that's uh, where I'm going wrong with my tennis, <laughs> the blueberry gel. Yeah, probably. But I don't care. I buy just the 
a mix of them. It has orange, lemon lime, uh, blueberry, strawberry. But my oh. favorite is blueberry. Okay. Do they have to and go in, take... a, in a certain pocket in the bag, or do, in, does yeah. everything have its Those own special place? And the gels, they go in the, the small, the small pocket, the one at the, right. I don't know, the the side of the bag. Yeah, yeah. Those ones go at the small one. Then I take also the. There are like pills that you put into the water, so yeah, you yeah. can drink it. That it's like oh, a Gatorade, okay. but uh, yeah, okay. different. Do you have your bag uh, there with you at the moment? Yeah, you want to show? I, yeah, yeah. Why not? Let's see it. I, I, yeah, we're interested. One second. No worries. I'm excited now. Yeah. <laughs> well, here it is. Hey, here we go. This. We get a look inside in Francisco's bag. All the clothes. Is no, that now the, it's empty because it's. Is that the dirty or clean? No, no, it's this clean. All okay. clean goes here, and I have the same one that is dirty. But now that it's late here, I, I, I took it off. Ah, another thing, another bag, head, head bag, all my cups. Nice for the ah, matches. Okay. Ah, lovely. I, I take a lot. Yeah. <laughs> another one, the wristbands here. Another one. Nice. All of them. It's quite well organized. I'm, I'm quite impressed how many different bags you've got within the big yeah. bag. I put it all, all here today because I just went every today and I went straight to practice, so I couldn't use my small bag. But in this one, it goes cups and wristbands. Yep. And yeah. that's it. Then I have long, long pants. And yeah. if it gets, I don't know, a bit cold. Does it get here. cold usually in South America? <laughs> yeah, but not now. Now it's starting our summer, but uh, in July, June, it gets, it gets cold. Okay. This one in the middle, the one at the at the sides, the two, my rackets. Ah, here. Wow, here we go. The weapons. Yes, the weapons. Yeah, <laughs> weapons at the sides. And uh, here, the, the small one, I take, I don't know, well, now I take this. A lot of ah, things. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just in case. That's another essential thing you can't forget yeah. during the during the any, pandemic. Any hand sanitizer? It's hand sanitizer. Yeah, I have, I have everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's got everything. I, have, I have a lot of things. I have a toothbrush, for example. <laughs> I know. Whatever. And uh, that's it. Here, that's all. What, what, I want, what I wanted to know is, do you have any really like lucky charms? Anything a bit yeah. unusual in there you bring? Yeah, I have inside. I have some like pockets here, and I put like a a band of the colors of, of from Argentina, white and blue. Oh, I don't know awesome. if you can. Yeah, because this one yeah. is kind of lucky, and my my aunt uh, gave me this. That is another one. Okay, it's oh, like cool. a wristband. I don't know how you call it. Yeah, and lucky yeah. because it's red. So I, I have it there, just tidy it with the pocket. That's, awesome. it, That's awesome! Brilliant it, look into your bag. Yeah, is it different uh, the one that you take to a match, like the way you pack it to the one you take for training, or are they the same? Yeah, probably. If I just have to train, I don't take the small one. I put everything in the in the big one, the tennis, and I think I take less less clothes, just some for practice one for the morning, one for the afternoon, and that's all. That's if I play match, yeah. I, I have to take more because, I don't know, if it rains, you have to yep. get changed, or if you, if I sweat a lot, yeah, that's the difference. 
if uh, and if it's a long match uh, and it goes quite late, uh, you've got the toothbrush there just in case it goes overnight. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> no, no, the toothbrush is there uh, for the airports. If you if I have okay. a long flight or something, I have to to brush yeah, my yeah. teeth just there. Um, and sometimes at the club, but not not during the match. Not during the match. Okay, I, I always wonder what goes on in those toilet breaks. So you never know. It might be someone brushing yeah. their teeth in there. Who knows? Probably. I don't know. Some <laughs> some players take like ten minutes. So exactly. I don't know what they do. There's been a lot of controversy, hasn't there, recently yeah. over these long yeah, toilet yeah. breaks? And uh, yeah, I think Andy Murray they was speaking, speaking out about it quite a, uh, quite a lot. Yeah. And then all the Djokovic yeah, fans jumped on his back. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, yeah. We're talking the bags. I've actually got a bag head gave us uh, on game to last. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've seen these ones. You have this one. I have this one here. That, that one is the one I use. <laughs> you have this very one, yeah, because this is the one I've been using myself. Oh. Step um, in the right direction, mate. Look yeah, at that. There we go. Yeah, Me and Fred with the same bag. <laughs> yeah, good direction. Yeah. No, but Listen, don't you don't realise how much that makes me um, very happy. I feel like I've completed my life now. I've got a Good. tennis player with the same bag as me. Um, yeah. I just wish I could play like it. Obviously, you can't fit the rackets in here. But it's good for no. sort of trainers and uh, towels yeah. and little bits like that. Usually, I go when I go to the gym. I'll bring this. Yeah, when this one, I, if I go just to the gym, I take yeah. this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, me and you are the same. Do you Good. bench? How much do you bench? The same as me, or <laughs> no? Not no that level, yeah. you, you bench more, I think. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's just yeah. on. The, he's on the treadmill. It's are those four-hour <laughs> matches. You got to stay fit. Uh, do you have any like specific? I know we're uh, going back to the bag again, but is there uh, anything similar to like Andre Agassi? Because Andre Agassi back in the nineties, apparently, he was just very, very. Uh, regimented with how he packed his bag he wouldn't allow anyone to touch it and he had to put the water bottles in and <laughs> it seems that there's a bit ocd with a lot of these things but is it all superstitious do you have all of this with your yeah. bag mm, no yeah i don't like anyone to touch it or to make it for me mm. i just want to do it everything i don't have an order uh, i mean i put everything but i don't have a specific order but uh, of, of course i double check that i have everything for the for the day um but yeah i have to do it myself and yeah that's all when when do you sort of unpack the bag so you spoke about you packing it but when you're unpacking it are you, are you someone who keeps it nice and clean because i can imagine playing on the clay courts you can get loads of little bits of clay in there it can get quite dirty right these bags yeah it's horrible yeah um yeah we have a, and i have a plastic bag because when you play on clay your socks are I don't know, it's orange, and then, <laughs> I don't know, if you fell on the court, yeah. you are completely dirty, so, yeah, I, I put all in a plastic bag, and then when I arrive to the hotel or whatever I, I stay, I put them all uh, in the bathroom. I try to, to get, how do you say, dry yeah, before, yeah. before putting it, I don't know, in the, here, how do you call it? In the, in the wardrobe. Wardrobe, yeah. yeah. If I put it wet there, it, it, I don't know, it, it gets a, a smell that is. Yeah. <laughs> you you have to throw it away because you you I don't know you wash it and it's so it's it's with bad bad smell. So first, yeah, yeah, I dry it and then I put it there because so the the room is clean and with good smell. <laughs> good idea. Oh, yeah. What about with the trainers as well though? Because 
You must get through quite a lot of pairs of trainers. And the socks. Literally, I was always I always think this. I know it's very weird. You're gonna look at me like, what's wrong with him? But <laughs> when I'm watching a lot of clay court tennis, not even a lot of tennis in general, but particularly the clay court stuff, I can't imagine you your socks last very long. Um, <laughs> oh, no, no. Get, you, you probably get them for one a match, I don't know, and then you have to throw them away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you if they're white. It's impossible to to be white after the first match. You use it once, and yeah. then it's white and orange, and you wash it. But it's yeah, you like can that. wash it. I, I do the same. No, I play a lot of football in the UK. It's literally, you, they're done. Once you play in the white socks, that's it. They're done after that. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Throw them away. Yeah, it's impossible to be hundred percent clean. I was wondering. Yeah, I'm glad I asked. <laughs> no chance. There's no chance. Like you said, you've been on the road a lot, playing a lot of tennis. I feel like the Seven Dollar Brothers have really come to the stage this year. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Of course, yeah. you and uh, and your brother. There's been some great successes. You've both made it in the ATP Tour, both getting to finals. Um, obviously, your brother a little bit more successful with that, managing to win his yeah. first final. Um, does he does he tease yeah. you a little bit about that, or or not so much? No, no. Uh, it was there were two great weeks one after the other yeah. in argentina with our family our friends but uh no we are not competitive I, I mean if i don't win i want him to win so i'm really happy of what he has done this year and what he can achieve i don't know next year and now he's at the next gen finals yeah sure. so i hope he can do well there it's gonna be tough tournament the better best player of under 21 so yeah i wish him Best of luck, and yeah, yeah the brothers are, are winning, are climbing in the rankings, so hopefully we can play at the high level together. Is there any, is there any chance we're going to be seeing you two playing doubles together as well? Yeah, it, we will do it. Uh, this, <laughs> I don't know, this tournament probably not because we are tired and he, he didn't want to play doubles uh, the weeks before, so I played with another guy. But next year, hopefully, yeah, we can play some ATPs or some challengers so people can have fun. No, it's definitely going to be great. I mean, uh, you're both great in the, in the singles. Uh, I can only imagine, like, when you get two uh, brothers playing together, we've seen what the Brian brothers have been able to do. Maybe the Seven Dollars, they're the next yeah. ones to come along to take the doubles world by storm. No, no. Who knows? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. It must, be, it must be difficult watching your brother. Do you get sometimes a bit nervous watching him? Would you say it's more nervous yeah, watching? Because we've spoke to other players and they say like family and stuff. Watching a relative play tennis is so much harder than actually being there yourself. Of course, yeah. When when I watch him play, I, I want him so bad to win that I, I get more nervous than when I'm playing. But yeah, yeah there's yeah, you cannot compare playing yourself than watching, I know, my brother because I don't have the control of the match, so that's why I get nervous. How many times have you played each other in a competitive match? No, just one. We play once in a qualis of futures in 2017, okay. but never again. It's strange because we play many at the same tournament, so probably will happen in the future. And, so, and yeah. who won that one? I won. I won. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got the better right. on that occasion. In terms of your duration of matches, playing on the clay courts is grueling. It is tough. You have some really good players from Argentina who show it so well. Um, of course, the Serendolo is right there. But I like the look of, uh, obviously, Diego Schwartzman. He's sort of the main guy who's been doing it for a bit long, on, well, quite long on the ATP Tour. You've got young players like Sebastian Baez as well coming yeah. through. Yeah. He looks awesome. I don't know. Are, are you good friends with him? or? 
Yeah, Baez is, I think, two years younger than me. Uh, he's, I think, uh, have a better relationship with my brother because they are saying uh, my brother is one year younger, but they played juniors and their whole career together. But uh, yeah, I'm also a friend of him. Yeah, and these guys, they go, you guys go the distance. I watch in all the time. We are big fans of the Challenger Tour. We stay up late <laughs> with you guys watching it. How yeah. is, how, how grueling is some of these matches? Uh, because clay court tennis is a real slog at times. There's some long rallies. Um, is, is that for you the beauty of it? Like, just tell us your experiences of playing these long matches. Yeah, well, um, I think South American and Argentinians are used to that because we play our whole life in, in clay court. So we are, I think, used to long matches and play for hours and hours. But uh, I don't think it's nice, but you have to do it. I mean, if we play a, a European or some someone that doesn't like to play on clay courts, we try to do a, a long match to to make him play hundred balls per. I've noticed per, that. I've per, noticed. Per <laughs> so they get mad and then desperate. But uh, I think it's it's good. Um, we play, I don't know, three hours. Of course, then you you feel tired. You're exhausted. You don't want to do anything. And if you lose, it's worse. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, I noticed you have like a strategy for that as well. Um, do you do you, is there like a match what comes to mind this year which has been particularly one of your hardest ones? One of my hardest one matches, of, one of the most difficult matches you've played this year for you. This year, I think, uh, that I won, I think, against uh Ramos Vignolas in semis okay. in Argentina Open. Yeah. That was almost three hours. I it was stressful. I wanted to win to pass to my finals. I think I, I I finished the match and I was cramping because of the nervous. That one was really, really tough. Another one was I lost with Poppy in first of the Belgrade 250, 760 in the third. And I have a couple of match points. That one was also tough, tough lost. Um, yeah, that, that, that semi-final you spoke about, I was watching that earlier, some of the highlights. Um, <laughs> Because then, obviously, he played Swartzman in the final, and he was just in crazy form. I feel like yes. he was a little bit tired going into that final, right? Yeah, because I, I played qualis three matches, I four of the main draw, seven matches. That was my eighth match, and I think I played like four or five and three sets. Yeah, yeah. And he only played three <laughs> matches because he got a bye in the first round, and then three easy matches. And of course, if I don't, if I can be at the physically at the my hundred percent. I cannot play against him. Yeah, yeah who would, he's so good. Who would you say? Uh, obviously, there's so many amazing Argentinian tennis players. Is there one that you sort of model your game on, or is it more another player on tour when you're growing up that you've sort of tried to emulate or take some of the good parts of their game? Uh, well, when I was young, I was a big fan of Nalbandian. Oh, uh, great. I think he. Yeah. He played unbelievable. He has a great backhand, a great, uh, I don't know, he can see the court like nobody else. He can play angles, I don't know, down the line. He was so smart and he has a, he, he, you watch him and it looks so easy how to play and then you cannot do anything. But I think I, I tried to copy him backhand, how he moved the ball around the, all the, all the court. But I don't think I have a role model now on, on the tour. I don't know. I tried to copy some stuff from different players, but Nalbanian was my idol. 
well one of the one of the best and yeah. i swear i swear yeah. i read wasn't he with the only player to have beaten all of the big three in the same tournament or something like that i think i yeah. read that about him when not not anybody yeah. else has he, that if you want a 1000 master i don't know 2000 and i don't know what eight i think and he beat uh, federer Djokovic, and Nadal. i mean say no, say no more but uh yeah. And then he had the other side of his game, which everybody remembers that horrendous thing where he kicked the line judge by accident. Yeah, <laughs> that was uh, Queens. When he booted the uh, the board, wasn't it, into the guy's shin? Yeah. But uh, what, what can defiled, you, what, yeah. yeah, really unfortunate. Uh, some players, have you ever lost your head on a tennis court? We know he keeps six rackets in the bag. That's because a few of them get smashed. <laughs> no. Uh... Oh, you the, know, like the one thing I've done, I think, was I broke a racket at the French Open this year, and, but it it wasn't nice. Uh, I was embarrassed when I did it, but I, I don't know. I think in, on the court, I try to I don't know stay calm and don't do horrendous thing because then when you watch the match again and you think of what you've done before, yeah. it's not nice. Uh, I mean, but some something happens. You, you are out of control. Yeah, I, I want to ask you about the French Open. What was that experience like for you? Because out of all of the slams, um, I feel like it's safe to say Roland Garros is probably the one you look at as you're, the one you're, you you expect to go furthest yeah. in in your career. Um, it's going to be obviously the clay court, the, the slam. How how was the experience for you playing in uh, Roland Garros? Yeah, it was it was amazing. I mean, it was the only one I can I can I could play a uh, main draw. I don't know. It's yeah. It's a, the tournament that we we watch since we are five years old here. Many Argentinians made semifinals, quarters, or finals. Gaudio won, Vilas won, Coria finals. So yeah, it's really important for us because we are we grew up playing always on clay court, and this year was also like you no, know, really it was amazing because with my brother we both made last round of qualies. He had a couple of match points to qualify. He made it. I got in uh, by lucky loser, but yeah, it it was an amazing experience, and we want to to go back and try to 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 do better. Listen, I think you definitely can. I'm predicting good things for 2022. Yeah. Uh, we'll be cheering yeah, you both too. on. Um, so I think yeah. I think you, this was a good step. Sort of get a taste of it, and you're going to be back stronger next year. Yeah, I think this was the first year I played all the slams. I I won matches in everyone and qualies I made. The last round in all of them yep. in Australia, I got like uh, I was kick off a kick out the tournament because I I got COVID. I won a first round and then in the second round I couldn't play. But yeah, uh, on the other ones, I was surprised in Wimbledon, for example, winning two matches and losing seven six in the fourth in the the last round of yep. qualies. I know it was a big first step. Oh, massive. No, and no. you've done it. You remember, and you've got to remember, you've done it in a year which has been so challenging. Like, yeah. winding back to the beginning of the year, we were speaking to a few players in the hotel rooms. Um, so we yeah. had uh, Thomas Mahak on, we had Henry Laxon <laughs> on the podcast. And them guys, yeah. they were just doing their, pulling their hair out in the hotel room, <laughs> just standing there. They're playing silly games like losing tennis balls in the room and <laughs> stuff like this. And uh, yeah, so it tough. was tough times. And for you to be able to do, get, go through all of that, I can't listen. You never know. Touch wood. I don't think it will be harder than this year you've just had, and you've done so well. So um, I'm hoping with maybe a bit of a Hopefully. more favourable year. Hopefully you don't get COVID again, and <laughs> you can push no. on and uh, really have just a phenomenal 
year playing all this playing all the matches and maybe getting some more slams and stuff big stages yeah yeah, yeah I, really well looking forward to it. i think that the, this year has proven a lot of things as well because we've had players sort of come out of nowhere winning things does that give you hope we've seen obviously we had aslan karatsev on the podcast before the Australian Open when he went to the semi-finals. And uh, obviously now we've had a crazy time in Britain because Emma Raducanu just came from nowhere and just uh, won the US Open just out of the blue. So does yeah. this give hope to everybody else on tour that anybody can, if they put a string of uh, wins together, now you can be considered and you can sort of jump the rankings? Yeah. Yeah, I think... Uh... Uh, everything can happen in in men is tough i think uh, the top players are i think in a different level but uh many players this year have done crazy things karatsev uh, us open for example van der yeah. Uh, yeah, quarterfinals oyo weeks uh, i lost to him in the last round of qualis and then he made round of 15 <laughs> and yeah. was up a break in the fourth with Alcaraz and then he he started cramping but uh, Brooksby and Nakashima Alcaraz yeah. also third in the world uh, yeah many players Greek, Greeks for now they're winning challengers and then and on the ATP but yeah I think if we are on the same level probably we play same tournaments we win we lose but if they can do it I think many of us can also do it yeah the so challenger tour is just full of so much talent like you touched on so the guys challenger too. Oh, it's so tough. I know you just mentioned Greeks, but I think he's on a winning streak right now of 18 or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's yeah. winning. He's going for the record. If he wins this challenger he's in at the moment, it'll be the most challenging seven. titles. Seven titles, yeah. In a season, yeah. In one season, which is just Madness. crazy numbers. <laughs> I think the last loss, funny enough, for Greeks, but was against Novak Djokovic. The last time he lost yeah. a match oh, against yeah. Djokovic. In US Open. Yeah, yeah, I remember. US Open, which is, is mental. <laughs> I think the challengers is a good place. I feel like our big priority is trying to get yeah. more eyes on the challengers and more people to yeah. watch it because not everyone knows how good it is and how entertaining it can be. Um, and that's why I have a lot of respect for you guys. What you're doing week in, week out is is phenomenal. Yeah. You keep you keep us entertained on Game to Love. We're always watching and uh, yeah, willing you guys to win. Well, really yeah. good matches, really good players. I think Amazing. everyone plays good here and yeah. and a lot of young people here. Yeah, but this is exactly it. Yeah, exactly right. And because of, you've seen this year, all of those players that we were sort of following last year or the year before, like people like your Van der Zanslup or people like Karatsev, people have yeah. been grinding hard on the Challenger Tour for some time and then it suddenly clicked and then they've got their opportunity and they haven't looked back. Yeah. And I think it's like you have to, to be at the right moment. Uh, yeah, it's just one chance. You you made a know a good tournament, and then you feel like okay, I can do it, and then you go up like this. Everyone's going to be interested to find out. I know you've said now Bandian was your sort of your inspiration. You've tra- drawn a lot of stuff from his game, but of all the players who are on tour at the moment uh, and still playing, who is the one player that you really do just enjoy watching and uh, you would always tune in? Uh, or if you're nearby, you'll always go to the court to watch play. Well, I think uh, Federer. Um, I, I enjoy watching him in every surface. 
I don't know, still with 40 years old, I think he plays unbelievable. He do things that nobody can do. Of course, he, he can lose matches because there are players that play unreal, but I think how he plays, how easy it looks when, Elegant, when he do it. Yeah, I think him. I can confirm, I think Federer is the most popular answer we've received from players. Course, yeah. uh, you'll be surprised. I think Kyrgios usually does quite well. People seem to like Kyrgios. watching him. Uh, you either hate him or you like him, but he seems to do well. But Federer he, is definitely the number one with uh, the players. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, they I all seem Federer, to like. Yeah. Yeah, Have you had the pleasure of meeting Federer? Yeah, I met him in the French Open and Wimbledon. I think those two times, just high, and that's how I, like. <laughs> I didn't speak with him. Okay. <laughs> how about Rafa? I think that's what JG really wants to know. Have you had any? Yeah, interest? of course, I love Rafa also. I, I watch him practice many times. Um, I watch him play in French Open. He, he came to Argentina uh, to play the 250, I think, a couple of years ago. Yeah, he he's unreal how, how, yeah. how hard he can hit the ball and with how much stop spin. In, on clay, it's unbeatable, almost. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's so good. We look forward to seeing Rafa back. I think he's going to be playing an yeah, exhibition end of, end of, like, well, middle of December. December. Then hopefully... Yeah. Uh, January time Australian Open he'll be back again because we're, we're definitely missing Rafa on our screens uh, yeah, the final question before you go I promise you is on the Challenger Tour we've spoke about how many exciting talents there are if you had to pick one who you think could have a breakout season next year or the year after uh, is there a name that springs to mind maybe someone who not everyone talks about too much but someone you think could really do something special and sort of cement themselves inside say the top 50 and you never know maybe a run in a slam now on the challenger tour well um i was surprised of how olga rune did the last two months he he couldn't can't stop winning he's winning i don't know three times or four and uh, he surprised me because i knew he he could play really good but i, I didn't expect him to do it now i mean in August, yeah. then he qualified US Open. He was 300 three months ago, and now he's almost 200. Um, I know everyone expecting him or is expecting him to be at the top level, but he, he improved a lot these two or three months, and I think he, next year he will be top 50 for sure. Okay, that's a really good one. Good pick. Yeah, very yeah. good. And of course, we're hoping you're going to be too humble, but we're hoping you could be that guy as well. Uh, ben did if not, say if not him, it's going to be me and my brother. Yeah, of course. Sure. That's the answer you want to hear as yeah. well because we believe yeah. in you a lot and I can't wait yeah. to see what you do next year. Like Ben said, we did have Aslan on the podcast just before uh, Australian Open and he smashed it. So we're hoping with you on this podcast now, you was... never know, Roland Garros, I think the minimum now has got to be quarterfinal. Let's go Let's go at least to get to the quarters. So that's the target well, we've got for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm really hoping so. Yeah, definitely. I'm cautious of time. I know you've got dinner uh, very soon, so we will let you go for that. So I just want to say a big thank you from myself, uh, from the bottom of my heart. I'm hoping that the end of this year is successful for you and 2022 is going to be a massive one for the Serendolo brothers. So all the best from me, JG. Thanks for coming on. It's been great having you here. Um, yeah, just like Ben said. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. it wasn't too hard and it's been no. interesting to see inside a player's tennis bag <laughs> it really yeah, thank you to you a pleasure thank you very much hopefully see you awesome on the training yeah 
hopefully we'll get to see you at a tournament uh, at some point next year. Yeah, we're going to be traveling around to maybe even Wimbledon if you're there, because uh, obviously that's of our course, local yeah. one. Uh, oh, I, I, I could be there. Yeah. Oh, hopefully awesome. I could be there. Okay, we'll see you Thank there. Thank you very Enjoy. much. Thank you. Enjoy your dinner. Thank see you. you. See you, man. Have a good night. Thanks, mate. Good night. Keep in touch. Podcast Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.